Seasoned pros, right, Noel? Seasoned. Seasoned. I mean, paprika, mm -hmm. salt, turmeric, turmeric, pepper, uh, cumin, garlic, salt, mm -hmm. dumped uh, all over us. Absolutely. Seasoned. And curry. Curry. Yeah. We a spicy news And <laughs> a little bit of cilantro. A little bit of cilantro. Do you like the taste of cilantro? I do. I'm not a soap guy. You're not a soap guy. No. I'm not a soap guy either. Do you know about the cilantro thing? Cilantro is a, I guess there's a certain percentage of people born that cilantro tastes like soap to them. Mostly like, in the 80s. Mostly. Born in the 80s. Born in Sorry, the 80s. Sorry, go ahead. It's only from the 80s. It's people who had too much high C as children. Yep. It, it, it burned their tongue and taste uh -huh. buds to make uh, cilantro taste like soap. soap. So I'm not one of the soap people. No, 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 no. I, I love, I tell you what, a little no. pico de gallo, <laughs> which means... Uh, bill of the rooster, right? Bill of the rooster? Is that what the uh, pico de gallo means? Mouth of the rooster? Yeah, the beak of the rooster. Yeah, the beak of the rooster. Pico de gallo, yeah. which is just very simple. It's, mm -hmm. it's tomato, onion, and cilantro. It's delicious. Throw that together. You can put that in almost any food. Yeah. Almost any food. Anything. And it makes that food delicious. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It, it is one of the discoveries. One of the discoveries. <laughs> From from Mexican culture it's great. that has changed the world. Yeah, and to I, make it a better place. I usually just refer to it as pico, which yeah. now I'm now that means that I'm just going in and going beak, please. Yeah, yeah. beak. Yeah. I'd like some beak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some beak. Well, I guess we should get to the news, right? We should, well, well, we? I, well, probably. We can get to the news. I mean, we look, this is news. the part of the this is the hot part of the podcast where people get to hear part. the the you know. The in between stuff. That's true. That's and, true. Uh, and what we're talking about. I know. I know. But it's a it's a double whammy day. Oh, is it a double it's whammy? A so we gotta get to it. Whammy day. We so for to... our podcast fans who don't know, we're gone next week. We're doing an Earth Day event. We are. We're planting a whole tree load of trees. A lot of trees. All uh, the trees. Yes. In in uh, in New Mexico. Yes. Yes. And we're doing it with the uh, with the Boy Scouts. With the Boy Scouts of America. That's it's, right. It's gonna be a very cool event. So yeah, when yeah, Noel yeah. and I go and save the world, we can't be here to save the world on the podcast and, and This Week in Green. So Correct. we had to go, all right, let's do it This Week in Green. And then we're going to do a classic throwback. Throwback, Noel and Jacob style podcast. Yes. Where we just just chew on the cheese. Just <laughs> chew the cheese and eat the pico. Eat the pico. We put the pico de gallo chew the on cheese. the cheese. Yes, yes. Yeah. So do the thing. that being said, we'll probably get the news going. So Veronica... I love how Veronica is like our Vanna White. I'm like, Jeez. Veronica, could you please pull up the name on the... <laughs> All right, so let's get this party started. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think so. Okay, you're going to kill this. All right. This Week in Green, we've all heard of Squid Game, but this time around, the name of the game is keeping your coffee warm. Inspired by the way a cephalopod skin changes color, a team of researchers have developed a temperature-regulating material for consumer containers like coffee cups, grocery bags, takeout containers, and more. Led by University of California Irvine professor Alan Gorodetsky, he and his colleagues observed how a squid is embedded with organs called chromatophores, which expand and contract to change appearance. This led the research team to develop a technology that mimicked this property but to reflect heat instead of light. They deposited copper layers on a flexible aluminum foil. On top of the copper, they grew microscopic pillars also made of copper. Then they 
uh, sprayed it with multiple layers of rubbery coating. Once the film is stretched, the metal structures come apart gradually, letting infrared heat escape through the gaps. Once the material is relaxed again, the structure reflects and keeps heat inside. To test the heat regulation the material offers, the team filled coffee cups, uh, uh, sorry, filled coffees in disposable paper cups by covering them with films that were stretched to different extents. They could control how quickly the coffee would cool. Not everyone is a fan of observing squids for science. A nearby neighbor to a pineapple under the sea named Squidward said, Leave me alone. I just want to go to work and make Krabby Patties and come home. I don't need scientists or that darn SpongeBob using me for inspiration. And that's the truth. I had no idea that you had such a solid Squidward impression. Oh, well, thank you, that sir. Was, that was on point. Every time I do an impression, it's just not really an impression. <laughs> I, just, I just scream at the screen in some voice that I think is vaguely similar to them. But you... Straight up, did a legit. I'm just gonna hold on a second. Okay, I got you this. Make a note of it? I'm just gonna jot this down. Jacob Squidward <laughs> is just perfect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I actually I haven't been able to do a Squidward in a very long time. But when my youngest was little, mm. I would do SpongeBob, Patrick, and Squidward, and I thought he liked it. But one day he just said, "Stop," because <laughs> <laughs> he. I guess it kind of freaked him out because it was like this disembodied voice from the show was yeah. like coming from his dad, yeah. and he just was like, "I don't like it. I don't like it at all." And my oldest was like, "It's great. Come on." So anyway, mm. I haven't got a chance to do my Squidward in a long time, and it felt good. Yeah. Uh, to do it. Well. Is that is that why uh, your oldest is now your favorite child and the youngest yes, is not? Yes, yes. No this longer. is why the oldest gets everything and the youngest gets nothing. Uh, that's right. It's documented right here. Yeah. Okay. You heard so it first. I hope you play this at my funeral. What I, a cool story. I though. had no idea that squid, the natural properties of a squid, could help keep my coffee piping hot. Right? I know. I thought this was pretty fascinating. Because for me, I think it's like one of those scientific leaps that my brain wouldn't go, because I'm not in that field. Mm. But when they said they were observing squids and the cephalopods and how they were changing color and they're like, oh, this expanding, this contracting, we could use that instead of light, we could do it for heat. Yeah. I just thought that's a cool invention, that's you smart. know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So no, I love I, you. Love you. Love to see the creativity in in, uh, in science. You know? I know. I think I think that oftentimes scientists don't get credit for how creative they can be. They you know, can, like we, yeah. we kind of assume that all of the creativity is going into the arts and all and yeah. all that. But if you look throughout the years, some of the best inventions have come from science and engineering. Yeah. And that takes so much creativity. That's just, just looking at something, seeing what it does, and going, oh, I could, I could use that over here. Yeah. And thanks to that, I mean, Jacob. Yeah. You know how hot I like my coffee. You like hot coffee, so you need squid-heated coffee. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. You know, like, uh, Veronica and, and, and Jose Nino, the two, two folks we work with here, yes. here at BioFriendly, they, they often yeah. will, will, uh, will, will tell us about how they're so good at spicy. Right. Because from childhood, they were given spice. Yeah. And so, you know, as they got older, they're like, well, we're, we're used to it. So yeah. we've had it forever. It's just what we know, right? So in my family, we're Aussies, and insane, <laughs> I've, I had tea, like... Boiling hot tea from a very young age. I don't, I don't know Condition. why we did that or how yeah. it works, but that's yeah. how it worked. Yeah. So my mouth, for whatever reason, I can't handle spicy at all. Spicy yeah. is, a, is a complicated thing for me, but just pure heat. Oh man, it just. It's, just down the hatch. He's not kidding. He's not kidding because I've witnessed it for years and I'm always like, I don't know how that's possible because it is next level hot. It's not regular like, ooh, ooh this hot blow on it. He just goes right for it. It's I like, take the boiling stuff and I pour it right boiling, down. Right boiling, boiling. And it's really, and it's really good. And I, so because of that, if it's, if it's normal hot, 
I'm like, ah, it's a little lukewarm. It's a yeah. little cool, which is complicated for me. Yeah, it's Because, you know, you, people get sued for making coffee this hot. Yeah, absolutely. And yet that's what I require. You would be the person yeah. when that, that McDonald's lawsuit mm -hmm. happened for the boiling hot coffee. You were, like, on the other side of the courtroom, I like, was. we still need the boiling hot coffee! Like, Burn that poor old woman! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Destroy her leg. I, I was horrible, apparently. It was so yeah. hot, it like it yeah. caused like skin damage to her yeah. legs. But that's what you want. I want skin damage that's to coffee. That's what you want. I want coffee that causes skin damage. And hopefully this new squid-like technology will we'll give that to will you. give me the, 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 uh, the skin-burning You can have it. That I desire. Some talking points. Mm. Uh, the films that they're making should be easy to make for low cost. The researchers uh, have discovered the copper and rubber raw materials, for instance, cost a dime per square meter and should become even cheaper when produced at a large scale. So it shouldn't be that expensive to make this. And recycling it should be easy, removing the copper with vinegar and then recycling the stretchy rubber coating and aluminum films using known commercial methods. So this is nice. something they've thought through as a sustainable thing, as a renewable thing, as something that can be reused over and over again. So thumbs up to you scientists out there giving me squid coffee. I love it. We'll have more for you soon. Yeah. Hey! Pretty good start. Alright. I, I uh, want to know, I want to let you know when I, I laughed a couple times. So there was a time that I couldn't see the first letter and I, I was like trying so hard to get to it, but then it kept moving so I was laughing at myself because I couldn't get the thing because like, it went I up too high. I can't see it. I have to knock <laughs> under the thing. So I was making it. myself laugh because I was trying to so casually like move my body this way. So anyway, that's why I chuckled. But otherwise, mm. I think that it went pretty smooth. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was, I, don't, I don't think it was, a, it was any more than, not, than normal. But that's when you see. It's, look, it's YouTube. It's YouTube. <laughs> it's YouTube. We're not on, uh, we're not on, uh, what's, a, what's a very simple sophisticated network that we can rely upon. HLN. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah. Is the camera still rolling? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, let's let's move on to Do Noel's story. Okay. Let's, let's keep let's, this party going. So we got to wind it on back. I'll let you know when he's all set. Oh, that's it. That's his position. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. This week in green, when it comes to saving the planet, it turns out that you, yes, you, can make a difference. In recent years, the green community has often downplayed the individual actions to fight climate change and placed most of the responsibility on technology, corporations, and governmental policy. While those areas are still very important, the latest Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Report, or IPCC report, states that our personal actions can reduce emissions up to 70%. It boils down to our demand for services. What do we want and what do we ask for? As consumers, we dictate how things are built in architecture and how we heat our cool heat or cool our living spaces, how we travel and what stuff we buy. This self-reflective mentality has been nicknamed the 1.5 degree lifestyle by author Lloyd Alter and it focuses on personal sufficiency over efficiency. The IPCC report states that by 2050, comprehensive demand-side strategies across all sectors could reduce CO2 and non-CO2 greenhouse gas emissions globally by 40 to 70 percent. And this new strategy focuses on an avoid-shift-improve model where individuals can acknowledge varying degrees of their carbon emission contributions. It's worth noting that the top 10 percent of the population are responsible for half the carbon emissions, while the bottom 50 percent contribute just 15 percent. So even as you roll up your sleeves and help the planet improve, you can rest easy knowing that this whole thing is still the rich people's fault, and that throwing a flaming bag of poo is only appropriate, despite the added carbon emissions that section action might cost. 
those doggone Richies. Oh, Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Richie Rich and all of his rich friends uh, at the Rich Palace up in the hills. I gotta tell you, we grew up in a time where we had shows like Silver Spoons and Richie Rich, oh. and they made you think that the rich people were great, and they, oh, they were doing great things. Completely. It was, it was such, it's a, such a different world now than it was. When we were kids, it was... It was something aspirational. Yeah, you're like, you want to be rich. I want to be rich you when I grow up. You should do the things you have to do so you can be rich. Anybody can be this rich. Yeah. And then you're like, I could be that rich. And then you grow up and you're like, it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard to be that rich. It's really hard to be that rich. There's a lot of people who don't want me to be this rich. They're telling me to be rich and then they're doing what they can to stop me from being rich. And then the it's ones, like everywhere I turn. The ones that make it become the worst uh, people. I mean, of course, not there's everyone. not everyone. I'm not talking about you and Gertrude and Matilda. You're doing great. You're I'm great. just saying the people who are in that top 1%, those those billionaires that yeah. get close to like, you know, half and half to trillion the dollars? One, the, ones, the ones who can just decide that they're going to go to space. Yeah, the ones who just go like, you know what, I don't know if Earth is going to work out for me, so I'm going to build a rocket and go up and... Those people are not the Richie Rich that I grew it's, up with. It's, you know what it is, the, the disparity, and I think this is why that, that joke, hopefully, uh, speaks to some people, is mm -hmm. that, is that the, uh, the difference now I feel like is worse than when we were kids. Yes. Like, I felt like, like you look at, at the aspirational thing of, of I want to be as rich as Silver Spoons or Richie Rich, and it's like, yeah, he had a train in his house, but, yeah. it, you know, it wasn't like a huge train, and it was basically a model train, and, and the house was big, but it, it, it wasn't, wasn't the same. Yes. It wasn't the same. You're it wasn't right. like they could you could get an entire country to, to disassemble a, a bridge that, just to move. <laughs> that has cultural and historical significance just so you can move your, you know, trillion dollar yacht across, right the, middle. across the canal. I mean, it's just, it's a little different. It's, yeah. it's uh, the disparity yeah. seems greater. So I think that, that, that these days it definitely is more of an F you feeling towards yeah. rich people, yeah. uh, which which uh, I can relate to to some degree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all we all want to be successful, and uh, it, it's just that even Scrooge McDuck had a heart. You know what I mean? Wow. He, if they if they were like Scrooge McDuck, we'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're gonna you can swim in your piles of money, but just do great things and have great nephews. Have, That's all I'm saying. Have great nephews. Well, yeah, share. Share. Share, <laughs> share for Pete's sake. You you have enough. You have more than enough. Just uh, help distribute the wealth. And that bit. has been the liberal lefty moment <laughs> on this weekend green. <laughs> Uh, if any of you thought that we weren't we weren't left enough, there's oh, your yeah, there's yeah, your yeah, there's yeah. your peak into into so. But yeah. no, I mean it's it's a it's it's actually uh, it's it's kind of a kind of a uh, fascinating topic, right? Because yeah. it is true that we sort of look at at the problem as a corporate problem, yeah. as a rich people problem, yeah. as a problem of the people who are consuming the most. And you know what? To some degree, it's true. But I think it's a nice acknowledgement that. We all, we all can make a difference. And that yeah. this doesn't mean you don't keep putting pressure on regulation and you don't keep fighting the good fight to, to try to get people to be cleaner and to be greener and to force a little bit more regulation on some of these companies that are causing some of the, the pollution problems. Yeah. It just means that you can't agree with the concept that so often gets put out that it has nothing to do with what you do personally. Yeah. Because that's not true. That's it's true. not true. The, the very report that is pointed, pointed at over and over and over again as the reason to fight climate change, which is this IPCC report, is telling you that 70% of the problem gets solved by our individual action and what yeah. we choose. Yeah. So, tr so keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Try hard. Believe that what you're doing makes a difference and that compounding all together we can do something about it. And that doesn't mean give up the good fight. Amen. We'll have more for you soon. That was delicious. It was delicious. It felt so good. It felt so right. Right? Ugh.
Toast. Toast. A toast to my chipped coffee mug. That's a beautiful coffee mug. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was a cool mm. story. That's a cool story. It's inspiring because you know for years we've been on this podcast and we've been saying it's individual action is important and the, the resounding cry has been nope, nope, you could try all you can on an individual level but unless it happens on a massive scale we can't do anything. It's like nope, that's not true. There's billions of us and if we all did something it could, it could rock. Yeah. We could rock. We could fix this thing. We could fix this thing. We could... Destroy the planet. Yes, destroy Wait. the planet. Wait, what, what, Did I say I'm, destroy? I'm sorry. Hold on. Never destroy the planet. Never destroy the planet. Always destroy the planet. I always, oh, it's just, always mix it up in my head. I'm just going to jot that to remind myself yeah, here. Yeah, please. Never, Never destroy, destroy the planet. The planet. Oh. Yeah. These notes are making this news desk <laughs> next level. So we much can, more We can adjust things on the fly. We uh, can change the facts oh, as we go. The facts. The facts are adjustable, folks. The facts are adjustable. <laughs> A lot of people think the facts are. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. All right. Well, we're we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna move back. Let's we're keep. Gonna need, let's, we're gonna need Ronnie to do her thing. Ronnie on the spot. Gonna move it back. Yep, that's it. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. Do we thank her enough? Do we thank Veronica enough? Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Veronica. Thank you, Veronica. You are awesome, and we Best. couldn't do this show without you. No. No, not anymore. We made no. it too dang complicated. Yeah, yeah. Used to the old days, we could do the show without her, but not now. Not now. Now it's no, a mess. No, no. Yeah. It's, a, it's a technical disaster. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All our talking, we put, it came and pushed a little bit. Of course. Not far, but just a but little bit. But it just bit. goes to show yeah. you how much we need her. Yes. I think it'll work. Oh, got oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. No speaking. Oh. <laughs> Silence, no. Ready? Oh. Here we Oh. Mm. This week in green, we've heard of solar panels. But what about lunar panels? Could we somehow harness the power of the night sky? Well, according to a team of scientists at the University of California, Davis, they've been able to produce enough energy to charge a mobile phone. That doesn't sound like much, but could this advancement bring our solar panels into the dark? Originally, the study was conducted at Stanford University, where a research team added a thermoelectric generator, a device that produces currents from temperature differences, to a particular solar panel developed for this concept. They worked by using the heat or infrared light radiated from the surface of the solar panel into space on clear nights. Lead scientist Shenhui Fan stated that the solar panel turned out to be a very efficient thermal radiator. So at night, the solar panel can reach a temperature that's below the ambient, ambient air temperature. And that's a rather unusual opportunity for power harvesting. One of the challenges of the photovoltaic cells in solar panels is being unable to capture energy during the changeable season or during nighttime. These nocturnal solar cells essentially work the same way as their daylight counterparts, but in reverse. Every night, heat escapes the Earth in the form of infrared radiation to keep the planet at a constant temperature. This form of passive cooling uses the night sky as a massive heat sink, drawing warmth away from the Earth once it gets dark. But still no takers on my exciting new technology I've developed that releases heat known as the Dutch oven. After years of testing it on my wife, she insists that this isn't helping anyone and I should stop it immediately. But you know my commitment to the planet, folks. Can't stop won't stop until all the heat is released from the atmosphere, including mine. Thank you. You're a saint. I know. You're I a keep, saint. I keep telling her that. The fact that Jamie doesn't understand what a great person you are, the things that you do for the planet, that you care. You absolutely, clearly care so much. And she just doesn't care. She doesn't get she, it. She doesn't believe in helping the planet. You get it. I get it. 
You get it. I get it. And I bet you there's people out there too that understand how important the Dutch oven is just for, you know, just for a good laugh. Mm -hmm. And little did you know, it's actually helping release heat from the planet. It's releasing heat, <laughs> absolutely. There's no question that it releases heat from the planet. Oh. Uh, yes. No, you're, you're, you're right. Jamie, I'm so sorry. Right, you gotta do so your part. So sorry, so I sorry. How, how, like the, I was thinking about this as you were saying Dutch oven. The Dutch get credit for a lot of things, right? Yeah, like splitting yeah. a bill, you're going Dutch. Ah, that's true, the right? truth. It's because they speak so many languages, right? That's why they get yeah. all the credit. Yeah, they get all the credit. Because they, 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 they flocked far and wide yeah. and said, we did that. Yeah. That's totally it. That's, <laughs> that's a great bit. Yeah. They, the Dutch get credit for everything because they just kept collecting languages and yeah. they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, that was us. That's us. That, no, 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 that's, that's us. Dutch. Yeah, when you split that's, the... No, when that's you, Dutch. You, <laughs> no, hey, that thing you do with the blanket over your wife's head? No, no, we that, did that. That's a Dutch oven. That's a Dutch oven. That's a Dutch oven. <laughs> we take credit. Let me write that down. Uh, Dutch oven. That's brilliant. So as you can see, these these uh, the the last talking point. The nighttime solar cells have the potential to be useful in off-grid locations for certain low power tasks, but they're unlikely to replace existing energy infrastructure. The article itself kind of even lays it out there like, look, they're only at a charging a mobile phone. This isn't at a place right now where we could really revolutionize anything, but it's cool to see. Because when I read the article, I was like, wait, is it collecting moonlight? Is it collecting starlight? But no, it was working completely different. It was releasing heat, and that was how we were creating energy, which I yeah. thought was, hey, it no, takes all kinds. Look, I, I think that while the technology as it stands probably doesn't do much, right? and maybe, maybe, there, maybe this technology right now isn't probably going to go very well, I, I think that looking at things differently and trying new things and yeah. successfully completing experiments like this is what brings us to technologies that will work. Agreed. So you got you got to put in you got to put in the time and the effort and, and, and do the job and that's this is part of the job. So I find it exciting because it tells you that you can make this thing work in reverse and if we start getting smarter about that then now maybe we can start to create solar panels that during the daytime can absorb more energy perhaps. Yeah. Uh, and that at nighttime will get more efficient at this process so you can just keep slowly but surely putting them away. I think I think it gets us to a better solar panel, which we need yeah. to do. It's it's not a very efficient system yet. Yeah, and I think environmentalism it has the rules of improv. It's yes and because this is a situation where probably somebody along the way said, yeah, you could do it, but it's not gonna do much. But just by the implementation of doing it, they're gonna discover something else. I believe that that's what happens, right? It happens time and time again. Somebody aims to do one thing, right. and then a more beneficial uh, end product comes from it, so. Well, you couldn't run a car on the old style battery. Right. Right, you had to, you had to take a battery that was good enough to maybe power a phone. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like, well, you could maybe, you know, if you had it right, you could maybe power a phone for a few hours and then yeah. improve that to the point that you can keep a phone powered all day. Right. And then they take that and go, well, what if we made that bigger? And what if we improved it even more? And now you have suddenly a battery that can not just power a car, but power, power a cool car. Yeah. It just, this happens because you slowly work your way to it. Yeah. So, so keep on rocking, scientists. Keep trying new things. We're, we're supporting, we're, we're, we're here for you, and we want you to succeed. Don't we're, stop sciencing. Don't stop sciencing. We'll have more for you soon. Ayo! Oh, that was gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love Jacob. it. I love it. I Hopefully love it. the camera's working this week. I know. I hope the camera is working. Because you know, if you follow the show, last week we lost the video altogether, but we did release the podcast, which was one of our best 
one of our best. I think people who listen to the show would agree. I think that we're getting we got pretty good last we week. We were getting pretty good last week. And now we have Tim the sound wizard coming today to help teach us where we can improve the sound so right. we can be even better. Can we close that door? I'm realizing we probably have a oh, reflection that's... that I didn't realize for oh. the first few episodes. No, oh, that's okay. That's, you, know you know what? what? We're getting there. We're not there yet. We're still at garbage <laughs> mode in our in our show. Still at garbage <laughs> mode. But we're getting that look, at least it's recording something. You know, you even have if to, the recording isn't you have to reflect on things from time to time, to and reflect. you and reflected for the uh, news. I did reflect for the yeah. news. Yeah. So, but we'll keep on rocking. So it's going to be Noel's turn for mm -hmm. a news story. So, is it still rolling on the camera? Okay, yeah. that's good. That's yeah, good. De definitely. Uh, definitely. Definitely rolling. Definitely have footage. So yeah. wind it back. That should be Mr. Noel. Okay. This week in green. A new study finds that children view eating meat as less morally acceptable than adults do. The study sampled responses from three age groups, children from 9 to 11, young adults aged 18 to 22, and adults aged 29 to 59. The goal of the study was to determine how different aged people considered, considered an animal's worth. Excuse me. The study found that children under 11 did not sense a difference in hierarchy between what is described as human animals and non-human animals, but the older group sampled uh, became, excuse me, but the older the sample group became, the greater likelihood that a social hierarchy of humans over animals could exist. The results of the study led its chief researcher to conclude that talking with younger children about food decisions in early life could help to develop a more climate-friendly diet into adulthood. In researching this article, it led me to a personal segment that I'm going to call Noel Drops His Glands on the Third Rail. The problem with so many legitimate causes is not what the activists want, it's that the branding is too easy to attack. So one day, when I need a good canceling, I'll give you some prime examples of great causes that struggle from terrible branding, but I can feel Jacob's pulse rising, so I'll spare him the discomfort. On this topic, if you want to teach children about a diet that is richer in vegetables, then you're going to need to convince the parents more of half of whom have an affinity for Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden to go along with it. So don't call animals non-human animals, because it tells the parent, who you need to convince, that they too are animals, and the corporate meat lobby will use that to relentlessly harangue and destroy you. Make it harder on them by calling farm animals food animals. It separates the animals from the parents while doubling down on their fundamental understanding that we take life when we eat meat, but you do it without also attacking another more difficult to crack culture war. I'll now remove my glands from the third rail and save Jacob his blood pressure. <laughs> I love it! Oh my god. I literally did feel... So, so normally I see every single thing that goes on this show because I put together the teleprompter, but this was an example of one that I did not have time I did to read. Last minute. He last minute story, puts it in there, and as he's going, I could feel my buddy going... Oh, oh. Butthole tightened. Butthole tightened. <laughs> But you know what? It's a fair point. It's a fair point to be yeah, made. It's just, and I and I won't go into it because I know, I know that that uh, I know that it's that it's touchy. But there there are there are a lot of really great, wonderful, important causes that yeah. I support. Yeah. And I watch them either go down in flames or struggle mightily, all because of the branding, all because yeah. of the words that you choose, and all because of how easy you've set it up so that someone else can misconstrue it, can take a piece of it and twist it and yeah. then screw up your argument and get people talking about the wrong thing. Right. You don't want people talking about the wrong thing. You want people talking about the thing you need them to talk about. You really do have to fight these things one at a time. You have to separate them out. If you glob them all together, it makes it very difficult to win because there's so many different points in which you can attack. 
the whole thing is you want to get agreement. And it's difficult to get agreement because we're a very diverse culture, particularly particularly in America, where yeah. it's there, we have everything. We have everybody. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I just think that I, I could tell in, in kind of reading through the article and then going through some of the literature they had, the, the point of view was to try to, to, try to get another, another concept in there that I, I, get, I get why you want to sort of familiarize us as, as people with everything else that lives on this planet. I mean, I, that makes sense. Yeah. But it's going to be, that is going to create a battle for you. It's going to create a battle you don't need to fight. You just right. don't need to fight it. Yeah. And so this, is, this was my thinking as I was reading through. I'm like, boy, if you just, call them, call them food animals. Yeah. And then immediately it's like suddenly you've, you've, you've othered these animals into something that is literally means that they're being eaten, and it make, will make people think. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really, the, that's really I think, more the idea, is let's, let's get children to think about, about the food they're eating. Yeah. Right? Now, right. The, another, another point here is if we tried to do this too fast, we would all starve to death. Yeah. So sure. it's, it's yeah. this is like, we think about, about the energy transition and, and going into from where we use fossil fuels into a, you know, into an energy economy that, that requires no burning of anything. That's like, that's, we think that's difficult. Right. If we tried to change farming so that there was no meat in there at all, we would definitely all starve to death. Yeah. There's, I, there's a thousand reasons why. I, I can go with them another day, but we, it, would be, it would be bad. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting because this, actually, if you handle it this way, I think that you could probably get there because you, you could do it a little more slowly. If you educate people on, you know, as, as kids, you should educate them on, on what it's about and get them to consider more eating other types of things that... Yeah, that, that, might work. that might work. Yeah, might work. I think your argument of education is key is the most important thing here because it, it, children have sympathy towards animals and young children, you know, I, that's always been the case. So we've heard them kind of be like, I don't want to eat that. It's a cute little animal. Right. That conviction, it's better if we have the conversation yeah. and we're not diverting or distracting. We're just saying, yeah, this is the situation. And now it's up to you as to what you want to do with that information. It's right. your personal choice. Right. And that's really, you know, because of course we support vegans or pescatarians or vegetarians because that's the decision you made and we believe it helps society, it helps the environment. But to well, expect... it's a personal change. Yeah, it's Sorry, a personal so change. It's yeah, but to, we talked about. Yeah, yeah, but to expect the entire world to just go along with what you believe is never going to really get us to where we need to be. Yeah, it's just hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's, 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 really, it's really hard to do because we're, I mean... That's to, to me. It's 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 evolution. Like we yeah. all, mo most people who who feel strongly about about fighting climate change and being green also feel strongly about evolution, right? Yeah. But part of evolution isn't just just diversity of of, of your genes. Yeah. It's it's it is diversity of thought. You you need people who think differently because people who are think, thinking differently make different mistakes. Yeah. And then die or don't die because of the way they're thinking, and then that gets us as a group to then slowly think better and better and better. I mean, yeah. it's, it's part of evolution. So, uh, you know, I, I think we all do have to try doing different things. I think we eat too much meat in general Yeah. as, yeah. A, as we, a society. I think we I, do say that on this show. You know, I, I think that's, that's something we can, we can do better about. And I think it's funny because it's kind of, I mean, this is, this is obvious, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody who, who talks to their kid, the kids don't want to eat animals. No. They don't. Like, no. I, I remember when my son realized that the chicken he was eating was the same thing. Like, even though you called it chicken, yeah, he it didn't, didn't dawn on yeah. him until he was a little, like seven or so. It's like, wait, chicken, chicken, chicken. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Like, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's because it's it's nicely prepared and it looks so delicious and scrumptious. It's like, yeah. well, no, that was an animal. Yeah, yeah. It's important <laughs> yeah. to talk about it. It is yeah. great story, powerful stuff. Yeah, we'll have more for you soon. Nice.
I'm actually glad we went down that road. You know, you, you did do a, a thing that I think is very null, and I like that. And I think that in this format of this show, having your voice be heard and having a strong opinion about something is important. So I'm glad you did it. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you did it. Yeah. Really, honestly. I would have I would have been nervous reading it beforehand, but once you were doing it, I was like, you know what? Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. just say it. Let's just put it out there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. you know, and on, and on, and on uh, Jacob and Noel After Dark, Yeah, I'll really touch the third rail and tell people <laughs> who want to hear what the, my ideas for the other. I honestly think some of these other things yeah. would be done now yeah. with just different branding. I love it. I love it. Just saying. Yeah. All right, well, we're close to the end of the show. We're okay. going to get to our last final segment, and we can close this thing out. So, Veronica, would you do me the honor of finding my way back? Um, you know, this is the end segment, which is, means we get to be a little loosey-goosey and have a little bit more crazy time. So okay. we'll see how it goes. Might be zany, might be fun, might be uh, off the rails, but we're going to give it a shot. Let's do it. Let's do it. This week in green, it's almost Earth Day. This coming... <laughs> do you want to start over? Would you like to start yes. over? Yes. We can start over. But I'm going to leave that in the podcast, yeah, just yeah. so you know. Okay, ready? Okay. I'm going to try it again. Okay. <laughs> I told you it was going to go off the rails. This week, oh, it did it again. Okay. I'll be silent. No, it's okay. It's, it's me, it's you, it's everybody. Um, this week in green, it's almost Earth Day, this upcoming April 22nd, and there are so many incredible resources to help you get motivated to make a difference this year. We here at the BioFriendly Podcast are big believers in the legend of Mustachio Bristlecone and our tradition of planning something on Earth Day in order to receive a gift from the mystical tree spirit 30 days later on May 22nd for Mustachio Bristlecone Day. Make sure you and your families participate. That being said, we thought we'd kick things up a notch with a new segment that Noel and I like to call Asking You to Do Too Much for Earth Day. First off, we say plant a tree. But let's get with the program and just plant an entire Amazon forest. Fair. You've got nothing else to do on Earth Day? Get out there and let's plant a couple hundred thousand trees. You want to make a difference? You want to say you did something? Start planting, and don't stop until you see something the size of the Amazon. That's all I'm asking. I don't think it's too much. It's not too much. I think that's fair. I think everyone, if everybody did that, we wouldn't have a problem. Agreed. Yes. So you heard it here first. Plant can, that forest. Can you imagine if we had seven billion Amazon forests? Can you believe it? Our Earth would be transformed overnight. Overnight. Because <laughs> everybody knows that seeds are planted, and then by the next day, there's a forest. Absolutely. It's like it's like Jack and the Beanstalk. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, there's a reason that they made us read that as kids. That's right. Absolutely. Because that's how the world works. So yeah. get out there, make seven billion Amazon forests. You want to talk about the lungs of the earth. Woo-hoo-hoo. Climate change, over. Done. And all of us gobbled up yeah. by greenery. Yeah. But we would win. We would win. Absolutely. In the, in the fight against the trees. Absolutely. I think we would. One-on-one. <laughs> -on -one. Against a tree, I can take it. <laughs> I can take a tree. <laughs> all right, number two. Give the bees a break and pollinate the flowers for them. Good call. Come on, we sit here doing nothing, kicking our legs up, talking about mustachio bristle cone and how great it is to be on Earth. And these poor bees, day and night, night and day, all the time, maybe not at night, but all the time. <laughs> all the time. They're pollinating these flowers and asking nothing of us, nothing at all. And we sit here on our duffs, being thoughtless. Get out there and pollinate the flowers. Yeah. Save these poor bees the trouble. Imagine if every single one of us went out there and, and not only would you be pollinating flowers, you'd have your own honey supply. That's true. Yeah. 
because you you know you'd be making honey when you pollinating the flowers. That's, that, that, that's a great. Mean, we're human. We can do that. We, great way to meet people to, to, too. You yeah. can gather and socialize, oh. shake your pollen on why, the flowers. Why are you going out to the clubs when you could just pollinate flowers? And that's what we're talking meet, about. Meet a partner. Meet someone really nice. I agree. Got a you know got a got a nice family and a decent modest car. Give the bees a break. Give the bees a break. <laughs> Give the bees a break. <laughs> Number three, clean up plastic in the ocean. Ugh. Okay, I've heard of beach cleanups. I know you're cleaning up trash and garbage in your town, but who's really gonna take it to the next level and get down to the bottom of the ocean and pick up all that trash? Come on, you gotta learn how to scuba? Yeah, figure it out. Somebody's gotta do it and it should be you. Exactly. Cause you're not doing enough for Earth Day. You gotta get out there and swim in the bottom of the ocean, befriend the ocean wildlife mm -hmm. and clean up the trash. Find a sea turtle, pull that straw right out of its nostril, but do it a thousand feet below the surface. Okay? Yes. I think go we should, to their home. Let's go a step further. Even if it's in solution. Yeah. Right? In the in the plastic island where it's literally become the water. Yeah. Strain it out, man. Strain it out. Do your part. Yeah. Swim with your shirt like fanned through the water, like an underwater shirt, and just <laughs> catch all those plastic particles in the fabric and just strain it. Just get strain it out. <laughs> Do your part. <laughs> you see where I'm coming from. <laughs> okay. Number four, mm -hmm. choose a life-friendly diet. You know, we talk a lot about, about eating less meat. Yeah. You know, and, and because, because that's, that's literally taking away a life. Yeah. Well, I think that's not far enough. Okay. I think we should stop eating vegetables. I don't think you should eat anything that's alive. Stop eating things that are alive. Oh my God. In fact, let's take it a step further. Yeah. Do you know in order to live, those things need water? We drink all the water. Oh no. We use it in our showers. That's we it. We use it in our baths. We, we use it to, to clean up our <laughs> cups yeah. and everything. And we use toilets. the water. Use We're it. We're always using the water. So stop that. You can only, from this day forth, only salt water for you. That's your diet. That's all you can eat or drink, salt water. And if you want to bathe, bathe in salt water. We as a people need to develop gills and just live Breathe and eat salt water. Yes. Water world, baby. Yes, and not Let's even go. krill. If we were living, don't even, like, don't even, let that's for whales. That's don't alive. Steal krill for, that's alive. <laughs> krill are alive. Salt water only. And I don't think it's too much to ask. It's not too much to ask. Okay, uh, number, where am I? Number five. Yes, you're number five. Okay, learn to eat trash. Okay, pigs do it, goats do it. Yeah. Why can't you do it? There's a lot of trash. You talk about landfill all the time. You know how many times you've seen like a half-eaten hoagie just sitting at the top of a garbage bin? Eat it. It's not spoiled, it's fine. If you catch it fast enough, you're gonna be full for the rest of the day. So I'm telling you right now, you need to start dumpster diving and eating that trash. Start learning how to digest hard plastics and paper waste. Just eat it. Eat it. We heard this from Weird Al Yankovic in the right. 1980s. You gotta eat it, eat it, eat it. Ba -da -bum. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. That and but the plastic part is huge. That's it's two huge. of our. That's two of our things in one. Two. You're removing plastic, and you're eating plastic. Yeah. Eventually, the human body will figure out how to digest it's it. Evolution, people. There's a couple of you that are gonna not do well at first, but over time, your children, your grandchildren, will be like goats and pigs, and you'll be able to absolutely. eat just about anything. You and can... you'll reduce the carbon footprint by dying. Oh, absolutely. So if there's... you get yourself poisoned on plastic waste, yeah. you die, you just cut your carbon emissions by 100%. 100%. You're really helping the planet by doing that. So eat trash, try to die, do your part. Do your part. Our final one, Jacob. Bring us home, Noel. 
let's Noah's Ark this. Part, okay. Part two. Noah's Ark the sequel. Noah's Ark the sequel. I think we should know. I think some everyone out there needs to know what Noah's Ark. What that means is find a pair of every single living thing on Earth. Okay. Build a ship. Yeah. Large enough to keep them. Okay. Put them and your family on that boat. Okay. And then wait. Yeah. Wait for a storm so big. Great plan. That it'll kill everybody and everything on the planet. I, and if that storm doesn't come, probably you should speed up the process by going out and killing everything yeah, on, the, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on the planet that's yeah, not on your protected. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That's boat. the plan. Go turn on all the faucets, all the sprinklers. Maybe yeah. you could bring that uh, flood around a little early. And guess who's going to be you? Going to be okay. You are. You're going to be okay. That's right, because you're going to be safely, comfortably on your ark with with some of all of the the animals. Yeah. And I, you know, look, that's how we handled climate change the first time. It is. I don't see why we do it again now. Let's Great. just get to it. Everybody, build your own Noah's Ark and kill everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's too much. These bad. are the things that we want you to do this Earth Day. So I hope you uh, listen to our advice and implement them this Earth Day, because we'll all be in a cleaner planet if you do. Happy Earth Day, everybody. Happy Earth Day. We'll have more for you soon. That might have been our most absolute buck wild, unhinged, closing <laughs> segment we've ever done. We need to give credit where credit's due. Yes. As to we whose do. idea this was. This because was. Because it was not your idea and it was not my idea. No, no. This is when you have a, a person who works on the show who has been the entire time had sick thoughts mm. in their heads. Mm -hmm. and, and that person is Veronica. Mm -hmm. she, she just sabotaged my coffee mug and then she just thought to herself, she thought, what is the most messed up thing we possibly could do for Earth Day? And she said, this is what you guys should do. And I was like, wow, Veronica, you are twisted. Twisted. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that you all, you all couldn't hear from Veronica today. We are yes. still working out some microphone issues. We're getting there. Issues. We're getting there. That's and so we had to turn hers off to make the rest of them work. We had a four mic system, like yeah. I dreamed about last yeah. time, but the four mic system omitted the fifth mic system. Right. So, so we've got our good friend, Timmy Sloan. He's coming gonna, over today, He's going to come over today, and he's going to say, Jacob, why didn't you call me six months ago? And I'm going to go, I... He might uh, say, why didn't you call me three years yeah, ago? Yeah, I know. He might yeah, say that. Yeah. He might say that. And honestly, i got to ask ourselves. Why didn't we call him? When we have years? a friend as amazing as Tim, yeah. who's always so willing to help, and he's like, why didn't we call him three years ago? call me, guys. <laughs> Seriously. I'm your friend, and I work in sound design. He's yeah. literally a genius. Yeah, he is a genius. <laughs> so we're grateful to have him, and we're grateful you guys are sticking with us, because we know this show has gone through some technical changes but we're having a lot of fun we're reporting the news and uh, it's been a blast so far and we're Absolutely. just gonna keep getting better and yeah. you're gonna be able to say I was there at the ground floor I was there when they sucked I was there when they sucked <laughs> and now they suck just a <laughs> well we have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.